Welcome to Explorations of the Heart and Soul, guided meditations by Australian Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. So this short piece is called The Wonder of Presence. What a quiet Sunday it is, overflowing with golden light. Taking a walk this morning along the driveway with the sound of crunching white snow, evergreen branches shedding sprays of glistening crystals when touched by the breeze. The taste of tiny flakes on lips and cheeks, descending to the freezing creek with its gurgling waters splashing over icy rocks, playfully sparkling in the light of the sun. Crows cawing loudly to each other throughout the woods. What heart would not be gladdened? Under a vast blue sky, this wondrous presence is here, replacing habitual, worrisome thoughts and feelings. They can't survive the deep silence of open being. It is not brought about by anything or anyone. It is here without effort, without time. In this sunlit hall with green plants cascading down the wall, sitting together, listening, breathing, and wondering in stillness, we are all alone, yet all one. When thoughts about my problems, my fears, my needs and desires abate in silent presence, what could possibly divide us? If thoughts are whirling about, let them be like dancing snowflakes in empty space. This moment of light and warmth and cool air, inhaling and exhaling softly, are we here? This instant of opening eyes and ears widely, beholding the wooden floor, the distant blue hills, and silent people all around. What else is there? Is the mind thinking about all this? Or can it quiet down in simple wondering without knowing? So as we sit We become aware of this presence, presencing itself. The world presencing itself to us. And how the flow of the self, the thoughts and feelings intermingle and interpenetrate with the world in this constant changing flux, moment by moment. So another expression for Zazen might be being presence. 
simply being this presence that we are. But often when we first sit down, or sometimes even before we sit, and maybe we never get to sit, we may experience a strong pull away from being present, almost like being caught in a rip current. Sometimes it's best not to resist the resistance and allow ourselves to be gently carried away by the rip in the faith that it will naturally come to an end and we will wake up again in the light of a deep sense of being presence. That is our faith in a sense that we will always come back, just naturally come back. Just naturally come back to being presence. However, sometimes we may remind ourselves of our attention, intention to be present and return back again and again. We get carried away by the rip and then just come back again. Just come back to feeling the sensations, hearing the sounds. So resistance to just sitting is a natural part of just sitting. It is hard to just rest in being here now without desiring something to happen or to be entertained in some way or to get involved in our thoughts. or to get preoccupied with constant evaluations of are we doing this right or wrong? How are we going? Am I there yet? As if there's somewhere to get? As my teacher Barry Majid says, in that just sitting, we enter a place which is neither right or wrong. We don't have to make anything happen. It's effortless in that sense. It's happening already. And as Barry says, this practice heals our separation from life. <clears throat> we could reinterpret the, uh, the word nirvana as non-separation from life. non-separation from our feelings, from our thoughts, even from our preferences, fully embracing what is in this moment, being wholehearted in our practice, non-separation. Rather than thinking about the world, we are the world. <clears throat> this is our healing. feeling touched by the world. Feeling the presence of the trees and the mountains.
appreciating the objects in the kitchen or the lounge room and the sunlight coming in through the window, like a Vermeer painting. I still have a memory of being a child sitting on the kitchen floor with my mum working in the kitchen with the sunlight shining through the window and being mesmerized by the dust motes dancing in the sunlight. Feeling totally safe and at home What a magic Garden of Eden it was for many of us in our childhood. Appreciating the wonder of presence. And then for many of us re-experiencing that in our adolescence the second birth into the wonder of presence. So our Zazen nurtures that being presence. We could say that resistance is the pull back into separation, to thinking about the world, to thinking about things. The pull back into dreamland. Dreamland can be a pleasant daydream, or it can be a repetitive rumination that drives up our anxiety levels. In fact, we can see that we are often preoccupied with the activity of not being presence. And the activity of not being presence we could call resistance. And resistance often takes the form of getting caught in thoughts. I'm beginning to call getting caught in thoughts emotional thinking, influenced by Joko's work, where she speaks of emotion thought. But I think it's also important to make a distinction between emotion thinking or emotional thinking and reverie or reflective contemplative thinking. The difference is with emotional thinking we have become identified with or become the thought. We are the passive victims of thoughts which are often linear, black and white or judgmental 
often focused on the future or the past in the sense of thinking about it. Whereas reverie or contemplative thinking, we allow the thoughts to come and go. We give them the freedom to come and go, to merge and interpenetrate with the flux of life. Sort of captured in that metaphor that Tony Packer used, thoughts whirling about, let them be like dancing snowflakes in empty space. Images, thoughts, reverie, part of the flow of being presence. All those layerings of how the past, in terms, in the sense of our memory, colors the present. So in that way, the past is part of presencing. So in that sense, we could, we could talk of a meditative kind of thinking, a reverie, contemplation, flow, which is in harmony with our Zazen. Being presence or presencing as in the verb, presencing. Ceaseless change. This is a quote from a Japanese Zen teacher called Harada. The present moment is a condition where there is absolutely no separation between yourself and things. This is not to say, though, that there exists such a thing as the present moment. The condition we refer to as now is where there is truly no gap between yourself and other things. When you don't have peace of mind, this means that you are in a condition in which you are constantly aware of a distance between yourself and other things. 
In our present life, regardless of whether we know it or not, we are one with things. This is what is meant by the challenging expression, all things are impermanent. Our practice is to become one with impermanence. which includes the impermanence of our feelings and thoughts. The impermanence of the self itself, constant flux, changing from one moment to the next, like a will-o'-the-wisp. We cannot grasp it or pin it down. world is the self, the self is the world. We meet ourselves from moment to moment, the sound of the dove cooing gently, it's cooing us. The lawnmower in the distance. Notice the resistance to this being presence and the subtle forms it takes, takes many different forms. I'm sure you'll be able to identify all different kinds of ways in which resistance manifests itself. Boredom is a kind of resistance. Thinking in the sense of becoming involved in our thoughts is also a form of resistance. So is daydreaming. We practice our patience and persevere to stay awake as presence. Eventually the layers of resistance will evaporate and we are left with the still quietness of just sitting, just being presence. The world is presencing and we are the world presencing in this human form right now. As we enter the deep stillness of the world, presencing as sounds and sensations. And when we finish sitting and we might take a walk outside in the garden, the garden is bursting forth in all the colors of the rainbow and with symphonies of music in the sky. To quote a Australian bush singer poet,
So the colors of the world enrich our souls in that way. And we are very blessed in Australia with a very colorful world in nature, flora and fauna are outstandingly beautiful and colorful. So take notice of these metaphors of how we get disconnected from being presence. And how we can allow resistance just to be resistance. And in a sense, paradoxically, become non-separate from resistance itself. If we fully embrace resistance, if we become non-separate from resistance, then resistance naturally dissolves. This is the wondrous thing about the just sitting practice of Zen. It's so much not a part of our culture just to sit. Our culture is so much about having a reason or purpose. We have to be doing something or being entertained. So Zen is a radical statement of completeness, of performing no lack, no gain, totally off the page of our competitive, seeking, gaining culture. And in that just sitting, our separation just melts away.
So noticing now how the body is naturally more relaxed than when we first started. Or you may just be more aware of areas of tension or tightness, but the general sense of that softening of the body. The stillness and openness of being, this softness and gentleness we can take into our everyday life when the meditation ends and the meditation continues throughout the day. And the world will continue to intermingle with our with ourselves, sometimes with the sound of a lawnmower or machinery. But we give it space. And we allow it to move through us, like the sounds of birds. sound of people on their way to work, the sound of traffic, the activity of life. So may you go well throughout the day and evening. May you bring the, this being presence into your everyday life and relationships. So once again, thank you all for being here this morning, this evening. <laughs>